0: It's not every day you can double your money, but with my bookie, you can double your money instantly, thanks for a new double deposit bonus for all your, the new users. With my bookie's double deposit bonus, when you sign up with mybookie.eg use the promo code SPORTSDRINK. You'll instantly receive double your initial deposit bonus. So you can kickstart you know your betting experience with all the you know the games, leagues, and whatnot, casino options. Check it out, you guys. Set yourself up for success. Double your first deposit when using this promo code sports drink at my bookie. That's promo code sports drink to double your initial deposit bonus. But anything, anywhere, not anywhere, anytime, whatever, go to my bookie. Kicking your can all over the place Singing We will, we will rock you We will, we will rock you Buddy, you're a young man, hard man Shining in the street Gonna take on the world someday You got blood on your face you big disgrace Waving your banner all over the place We will, we Somebody better put your bag into your place. We will we will rock you. It. We will, we will rock Welcome to another Pit Panther Rance, another Sports Rants podcast. What Harris, your host, and here comes the guitar riff. Here it comes Oh yeah! Welcome back, you guys. Once again, of Hair shows Pit Panther Rants and other sports brands podcast. It's Championship Week tomorrow. Pitt takes on Wake Forest for the ACC Championship. Not Clemson this year. Wake Forest of all teams of the Atlantic, not Louisville, not NC State. I mean, not even Boston College, it's Wake Forest, just like we all suspected. Of course, I suspected North Carolina would win the would win the Coastal because I figured Pitt was just, you know, I predicted 7-5 for Pitt this year because it's just been the typical season for them, but you know, this year they proved me wrong, and I'm happy for it. Uh, maybe, I don't know, maybe, probably thinks maybe last year when they played a strictly conference schedule, maybe it helped them a little, a little bit more. Because it helped them with their, maybe with their preparation, because they were going from conference game to conference game. You know, it helped the, you know the staff prepare better for these type of things. I don't know, but tonight we got the Pac-12 championship game between uh, Oregon and Utah. Uh, I'm sure I'll probably turn attention to that. Um, it's on ABC. Tomorrow we start off. Uh, we got Baylor and Oklahoma State. That's at the, uh, for the that's for the Big Twelve. That's a big one. Uh, Mountain West, we got Utah and San Diego State. Then Appalachian and, uh Louisiana, then then we got the SEC championship between Georgia and Alabama. Then AAC, Houston, Cincinnati. So two, you know, two future Big Twelve members are gonna be squaring off, you know, in that uh, contest. And of course, we got Michigan, Iowa, and of course, Pitt and Wake. Um. I guess the accolades, you know, for uh, pitches keep rolling in. I mean, you know, Jordan As is a finalist for the Blitnikov. Voting was this week. Obviously, the Heisman voting is. I think the Heisman voting wraps up this weekend as well. I'm just hoping Kenny gets an invite to the um, to the thing. If he just gets an invite, I'll be happy with that. Now, as far as the pit co- I mean, as far as the coaching front, I mean, there's been a whole bunch of changes, and we'll get into that here in a bit. Um, let's talk about the game. Pitt and Wake both 10 and 2, 7 1 and in their respective conference. In the conference, now points per game, it's very close. Pitt and Wake, Pitt's averaging 42.8, Wake 42.9. Points allowed, Pitt's aligned 23 3, Wake 29 1. Uh, total yards is very close as well. Pitt's averaging 514.3 yards to of total offense. 356 passing, 356.7. Wake is average. I mean, uh, yards rushing 157.6. Wake is averaging 483 yards total game. 315.5 passing, 168.1 rushing. Defense. This is where it gets a little interesting. Let me clear my throat. Pitts allowing 261.1 in, in the air. While line 90 yards rushing. Wake is um. Allowing 217.6, but allowing 209.5 yards rushing on the ground. Now, the obvious thing is this. Pitt has to run the ball. They have to establish the run. Because this weight team, they're a tempo offense. They like to throw. I mean, the thing about tempo offenses, we've we've seen in the past where if you go this type of high tempo or, or whatnot... If you get a lead and you try to control a lead in the second half, it like gets kind of hard because you have to take. It kind of feels like you have to take your foot off the gas. But uh, Pitt obviously has a you know the Izzy, Hammond, Fitz and Davis. Of course, Kenny's mobile too. So for me, the key thing is Pitt needs to run the ball and control the clock, and keep the ball out of out of Sam Hartman's hands. That's just the, that's just the you know, the gist of it for the most part. I mean, they've got a pretty dangerous group of players. I mean, well, they're Wake. I mean, Wake, Wake isn't going to play around for the most part. They're not. I mean, this is a team that does not fuck around. So Pitt's, Pitt cannot afford a slow start. Now, rushing, I mean, Wake has a whole bunch of guys. I mean, they have no... Christian Bill Smith was a leading rusher, five, you know, 556 yards rushing, Ellison, Justice Ellison, 477, Christian Turner, 429. So they have, they have depth on running back. They can beat you several different ways with these guys. And they, and they all have, touchdown wise, they're pretty, you know, pretty, you know, they're pretty up there. Wake has two really good receivers, A.T. Berry, and then Jaquari Robinson. Both of them are over 50 catches each. Over 50 catches, 1,000 yards. So they have 2,000 yard receivers. And um, yeah, but the key for Pitt, obviously, as, as far as the passing game goes, obviously Jordan Addison, but Jared Wayne has been has been kind of quiet as of late, I'm not sure if injuries or what, but we're missing, you know, we're missing Tayser Mack, you know, I'm not sure what, you know, he's been hurt, but uh, Pitt needs, obviously help from their tight ends, you know, whether it's... Uh, Lucas Kroll again, Bartholomew. Shocky jockey's got to step up as well. I mean, Pitts gonna need some other basically gonna need some help on you know, throwing the ball. But they got Izzy, they got Vincent Davis, they got Ronnie Hammond. I mean, they got a pretty balanced rushing attack just like Wake does. So all offenses are kind of similar. Defensively, Pitts gotta get a good pass rush on them. <coughs> Excuse me. And keep the ball in their hands. Now they're predicting a high scoring game. I don't really see it that way. But I do like pitting this one. I think pick and pull I mean it's winnable. Pick and pull the on paper, pick and pull this off. They're just gonna have to um, run the ball and control the clock. And of course get pressure on Hartman because UNC, as you guys remember, he they have a really, you know really really high offense as well. Was able to get pressure on Sam Howe and basically bring him to his knees, and that was about it. Now Wake's losses are, um, you know, my, I mean, they are uh, Wake Forest's uh, losses. Let's see if we look at their schedule. You know, if you look at the whole thing. Their two losses were to our mediocre North Carolina team, and that was a high scoring game, and they got blown up by Clemson. They destroyed Boston College. They destroyed Duke. Had a high score against Army and Syracuse. I mean, on paper, I think this game is winnable. It, it definitely is. Pitt can win this one convincingly if they want to. But you know, now they're not recruiting because you know they're busy preparing for a national champ. I mean, not a championship, but an ACC championship game. I hope it shows. On- I hope it shows that day. I mean, this has been you know this has been a pretty hell of a year for Pitt. I mean, this is oh ACC title can help a lot. I mean, especially recruiting. People are going to see that hey, you know, pick and win 10 games in the regular season and they, and they can, you know, win the, you know, they can win the, um, you know, they can win a national championship. Yeah, you know, we're going to talk about this whole college coaching change of stuff here in a minute, but as I get, as I um, go to that, and I'm going to talk about the rest of the games here. Let me tell you guys about my bookie. I mean, the holidays are coming up. I mean, you may get a measly Christmas bonus, but you can you can you can double that money if you go to my bookie and use the promo code SPORTSTRING, make that deposit, make some bets, and you can maybe more than double your uh, Christmas bonus. Uh, you know, if you're if you're feeling that if you're you know if you feel that kind of you know, you know, adventurous, I mean, set yourself up for success. You can double it or maybe triple it. I mean, you know. You know, maybe you know, make enough money you can buy buy the kid a PlayStation Five, or you know, buy a new pair, you know, new pair of Jordans, maybe a new tablet for the daughter. I mean, you know, whole bunch of stuff there. I mean, they go check it out, you guys. But let me tell you about, or you can go to symbol. I mean, these are bonus as well. I mean, it's a uh, stock market symbol is the stock market for sports. that allows you to prop up your sports knowledge, trade your sports teams like stocks, and you know what? Every time the team wins, you you're know, you, you in cash. You can buy low, sell high, and earn cash payouts when your team wins. Join the 7,000-plus early adopters. Go to W.SYMBOL, B-U-L-L, dot com. Creature-free, use the promo code SD as in, you know, SD as in sugar daddy or sports drink, whatever, you know, you like. Go ahead, join it. Start investing in profit on your favorite teams. Let me tell you about, oh, yeah, one more thing. Yeah, what's one more thing? Yeah, Spotify Green Room. It's the live, audio-only sports talk platform. It's free to download. Use you can talk to other fans, athletes, all that crap in real life. I mean, share your experiences. I mean, you can start joining conversations. It's kind of like Twitter, you know, Twitter with um, you know, but audio only. You're not dealing with people with dog AVs and you know Morocco, you know, other people with their Moroccan lazy takes. You know, whether if they're you know, I mean, if they're blaming Vince, Vince Williams of the Steelers for screwing the you know the, the season, you know, you'll have to deal with stuff like that. All you need to do is download the the app. It's free on iOS App Store. Create your profile like your Twitter and come with a hot, spicy, sexy take. All right, we're done with all that. Done with all the ads. Let's get to some other fun things. Uh, Oregon and Utah. Um, Both teams have been pretty much up and down this year. I think with Moorhead going to... uh, Is Moorhead going to coach the... uh, Let me see here. That's another thing that's kind of weird. I mean, Joe Moorhead takes the Akron job. I'm not sure why he's doing that. Uh, I wonder if he's going to coach the bowl game. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know what's going to happen here. Um, Now, Moorhead did work under uh, J.D. Brookhart. And, Of course, Luke Getsy played for both of them, so there's your uh, Moorhead Getsy connection. Does Luke Getsy take over as offensive coordinator for Akron? I don't, if, I don't know if Luke. I mean, I'm not sure if Luke will leave, but I mean, Luke has a cushy job with the Packers, coaching Aaron Rodgers. So I don't, I can't see him leaving Green Bay. I can't see Luke leaving the, the coaching college. Regardless, he has a really good pro job. Yeah. I'm not sure what, he, what what the deal was. I mean, maybe he just, um, I don't know. Maybe Joe Moorhead wants to be closer to home, and who knows? Maybe if the Pitt job or the Penn State job opens up in a few years. The way things are going at Penn State, maybe the Penn State job. Because uh, James Franklin lost uh, one player, one uh, coach, Brett Pride to Virginia Tech. I mean, he was pretty much one of the good coaches they had left, and I think, supposedly, he's going to lose another another coach as well to the Cavaliers, that's rumored. I don't have name in front of me, and I really don't. Let's see here. Virginia Cavalier. Let me see. Because Bronco Mendenhall left. I mean, he... Um, I forget who it is. I mean, Mendenhall did a hell of a job with coaching them. I thought he did, and I just, um, you know, he, um, I guess, the way that, the way it was worded, let's say it's Poindexter is his name, that could be going to, uh, Anthony Poindexter, head coach, defensive coordinator. So, yeah, he may be going as well, so it's a lot, um, obviously, you know, and don't forget now, I mean... Yeah, more. I mean, because plus Morehead coached at Penn State as well. That's just a weird thing. The, I mean, he's, I mean, unless he really wants to be an Akron and wants to make it his home, that's that's fine. Whatever he wants to do, but it's weird. But yeah, I mean, there's a lot of mass exits at Penn State. I mean, well, at least just two key coach. Well, one coach has left. Possibly another one's leaving as well. I think what ultimately done has done. James Franklin in was playing around with the defense, offensive corner position. I I think he I think they pulled the plug on their previous offensive coordinator coach too early. I mean that I mean they went to a, they went to a conference. Um, they got thrust in the conference play with a new offensive coordinator, and it just made no sense for. I, I don't know why they went ahead and did what they did, but you know I can't explain it. I mean, can anyone else? I don't know. But Oregon, Utah, I think, uh, you know, hmm, Utah's a minus two and a half. Uh, I'm going with the Utes in this one. Yep, I'm taking Utah. I like Oregon, but, uh, yeah. I have been doing my picks lately. and You know, it's because um, here I am typing my network password because for some reason I got bumped off the VPN. This is why I hate this shit. All right, let's see. Yeah, I'm not going to tell you my password a lot because I just, you know, Not a good look. Baylor and Oklahoma State. um, I'm going with Baylor in this one. Oklahoma State's a minus five and a half, but I'm I'm taking taking Baylor in this one. I I think they're going to run. I mean, Baylor has a good defense, a good running game. I think they're going to win it that way. Utah State, San Diego State. That's Mountain West. San Diego State's minus six... Hmm, I guess I'm gonna go to San Diego State. I mean I I I haven't really watched much Mountain West, so same with the Sun Belt, Louisiana and Appalachian State. Louisiana just lost her coach. You know, uh, he's going to another another school. Um That reminds me, where is he going? Uh yeah, he's going somewhere else. It would help if I would look that up. I think he's going to Florida. Yeah, Billy Napier's going to uh, that. He's going to um, Florida, who fired their coach. I don't know what, the, what, what goes on in the SEC in terms of their coaching, but whatever. Um, hmm. Appalachians getting a minus three favorite. I think Louisiana closes this one out. They win it. Georgia and Alabama. I think Georgia wins and takes the SEC outright, but the SEC is kind of a weird group of people. Uh, it wouldn't surprise me if Georgia lays down to let Bama win and get, and get, so they can get in the playoff because SEC has done some, you know, they, they tend to behave kind of weird with their conference and the way they're, you know, they're, they're Kool-Aid drinkers in the way. It wouldn't surprise me if Georgia would lay down and let Bama win and, you know, I mean, not outright, but I'm sure they will do something. Them, You know, kind of like Mr. Mom and Jack Butler, if you remember, uh, when he goes to when he goes to uh, what was it? Oh yeah, he went to some sort of a social gathering where his you know, to where, you know where his wife's uh, boss was hosting it. And if you remember, you know they were having some sort of uh, a field day type of thing, some race. And Jack didn't want to uh, participate. And He said, "Well, we can just hang out with the wives, I guess." And Jack was like, "Okay, you know what?" Guys, go in, go in the trunk and get my stuff. Get my sneakers and my jogging outfit. And they were like working out, and he's like, you know, he, you know, he wins this every year. Um, you know, so you got to let him win. He's like, well, I don't work for him, so I'm gonna, you know. They're like, yeah, but your wife does. Your wife works for him. So, um. Throughout that whole race, if you guys have watched that scene on Mr. Mom, where they are doing everything they can to make sure, you know, Michael Keaton's character, you know, Jack Butler, um, is, um, doesn't win, but he pulls away from the guys and he's winning. And of course, as he's about to cross the finish line, he looks over and sees the, you know, the I guess the associate of, of her, you know, his wife's boss, really pissed off. She's really mad. He sees it and he falls to the ground and lets him win. And he saved her job, but the what, the events that happened after that were pretty bad. I mean, Jack fell into a deep deep depression. As you guys noticed, he was wearing the same outfit every day, the same shirt. He he stopped shaving. He, t- he stopped taking care of himself. Basically, he stopped giving a shit. And then he started playing poker with um you know, with the uh, with the, with all the single ho- single women. You know, and of course, you know the one woman was trying to get in his pants because you know he was having you know he was having a miserable time at home. He was lonely, and you know he was basically and eventually he snapped out of it. You know he watched. I think he reacted to soap opera and eventually he was like, okay, you know what a nightmare. But yeah, I think it's I I like I think Bama I think Bama wins and pulls it out of her ass because the SEC just loves having two fucking teams in their in their playoff. Houston, Cincinnati. Uh, Houston's a um, minus 10.5 point, fa- point dog in this one. I think Houston covers. I'm taking Houston an upset. I think, you know, I don't, I would love to see Cincinnati win, but, yeah, I think something something cruel and unusual is going to happen this weekend at Nippert. Michigan and Iowa. And of course, that will, that will allow fucking Ohio State to get into. Two big teams, two SEC teams. Uh, it would. It's going to be, you know, it's basically going to be a, a giant circle jerk for the most part. Between the between those two conferences, yeah, I really hope Cincinnati wins because of, I mean it's going to be a circle jerk for the next several weeks. Michigan and Iowa, I think I, I think um, Michigan wins this one. Uh, Jim Harbaugh did a hell of a job against Ohio State. I mean that's a big win for them. I mean they, Ohio State was rattled in that game and that was about it. Of course, Waken whatever, but yeah, there was a coaching carousel and. Brian Kelly somehow went to LSU, which I don't understand what happened there, but I think I think Brian Kelly is. They said that he's close to retirement. And, um, yeah, he's close to retirement. And obviously, if anything else, he wants to, um, he, uh, He's looking for one last big payout. So this is this is it for him. Let me find his speech real quick. And of course I'm not going to post it now. Of course I can't fucking find it now. Where is that speech? Oh, here it is. Right here. Well, I'll have, have to do this real quick. All right, let's play it. This is great, I like this. It's a great night to be a Tiger. I'm here with my family, and we are so excited to be in the great state of Louisiana, <laughs> but more importantly, to be with you great fans and to be part of what is going to be an incredible ride here at Louisiana State University. <laughs> Oh man! Thank you. Well, this is a great way to get started, and I haven't even won all my games yet. God, I just love the ego out of this guy. I haven't won all my games yet. I mean, I mean, this was like, I mean, he cut this like a WWE promo, like you know, you know, like when somebody turns on somebody, and like they, you know. You know, it's like when, when, a, when a tag team, let's say there's two guys, one guy turns on another and then he marches in the ring and he gives this like big impassioned, egotistical speech. You know, that's just, oh God, that's great. I love that. I mean, I know people are mad about that, but they're to I have to take a look, uh, you know, the, the coach they hired to replace him, uh, Freeman, he gave a really good speech. and I have to listen to that here because supposedly it was really good and I guess it's got people pumped up. It's got people pumped to play for Notre Dame now, so I'll have to look at that. But anyways, guys, if you if, enjoy your time in Charlotte, if you're not there yet, have a safe trip. Have a great weekend. It's a night game, primetime game. Can't go wrong. Hell out of Pitt have a great weekend.